Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another All Out Blitz podcast. You got your man Jeff back at the helm again. And Brady. And Brady is back. Yep. And ready to rock and roll. What's new, ma'am? Um, nothing. Nothing really. Same old, same old. So I just players getting arrested because apparently they had nothing else good to do. <laughs> it leads us into our first, <laughs> first area of NFL news. Apparently, people have been stuck in quarantine too long. Yep. Got four players over the weekend get arrested and go to jail. In under 24 hours. Had Cody Lattimore, Redskins wide receiver, incident that started with shots fired, booked on charges of assault, good times. Then you had Giants corner DeAndre Baker, Seahawks corner Quentin Dunbar together, both turned themselves in with attempt to rob people. Guess they don't make enough money. <laughs> Apparently not. Who knows what it is? And then, of course, Saturday evening, Bill's defensive lineman, Ed Oliver, arrested, DWI, and had a weapon on him. So great times to be these four guys. <laughs> they should really yep. get some new hobbies. But anyway, I don't want to start this out being all negative because of these guys just not being all that bright. Um other news before we get into our next episode of our mini series of the offseason, Best State. Yep. Um, man, the NFL is really planning on having a full season this year. It's awesome. I uh, Other piece of news I read is the NFL has been testing potentially putting some sort of face masks in or on the face mask <laughs> to... Just like we do in public, have to wear them. What they should, what they should do stop is spreading just, the corona. Everyone put on like their team like face masks. So if you're like the Chiefs, they have like Chiefs logo on them. Put that on like before they put on their helmet. Well, they're gonna try to build something, I think, into the face mask, so it's not right against their mouth or their nose. Yeah. So it's more like a more like a windshield, if you will, for their heads. They're all gonna have clear visors, by the way. <laughs> yeah, they're all they're talking about. Everybody has to wear a visor. Um, they're working on ways to prevent, completely prevent them from fogging up, uh, which is good. But then of course, I I don't know if it's going to be maybe like a single sheet that goes from the top where the visor goes, like through the mouth part of the face mask, but not to where the neck is. So just covering that opening, but they've been apparently testing it. Um, they got people in the labs working on prototypes and that kind of stuff. So what that tells me is uh, with making more helmet changes, possibly. Antonio Brown really isn't going to play because he, no. he didn't want to play for the Raiders because they told him he couldn't wear a certain helmet yep. from like 15 years ago. So uh, trying to keep it light here. Uh, but no, that's that's pretty cool. I think whatever they can do to try to help these guys uh, stay safe is extremely important uh, outside of the typical... Uh, I don't want to say health concerns, but injury concerns and possibilities and probabilities in playing this dangerous sport. Uh, but they said they were going to try to either use some sort of uh, surgical stuff or the material from the N95 masks uh, to try to help protect them against COVID-19. Yep. So, hey, do what you got to do if you can give me some football. Because that gets, if that gets sorted out, then we get a full season. Yeah. Um. I know, like, for example, I saw that the uh, Falcons opened up their facility today for the first time since the beginning of March. It was uh, President 
Uh, Rich McKay was there, did a little video, and he said there are about 17 people or so working there today, just essential people. Wow. Um, he said maybe by the end of the week, might have some coaches, about up to 25 people are by the end of the week. Nice. So it's starting, starting back up, folks. Time to get excited about some football. Yep. So, but anyway, we are back with our mini series the best state the fourth installment of our off-season mini series best state yep what did we cover so far covered quarterbacks running backs wide receivers and now we're on to the tight ends awesome so what we're really doing if this is the first time you're listening make sure you go catch at least the past three episodes to get up to speed Uh, but what we're doing is we're taking based off of stats uh, the top 100 rated or ranked players in their position based on a specific stat um, in whatever state they were born to see what state, quote unquote, produced <laughs> the best players, best players from that um, from position. Each position group. Yeah. Uh, so you want to do a recap first or you want to get right into tight ends? Uh, we'll do a recap of the winners. Let's do a recap. So QB. Was what state? It was Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. People are going to argue with that one still. I yep. know they will, but that's okay. Because Pennsylvania had Montana, Marino, Johnny U, Jim Kelly, Matt Ryan, Joe Namath, George Blanda, Rich Cannon, Mark Bolger. Boom. Okay. Done. Pennsylvania, number one, as QB. No. Uh, then we had running backs. running backs, which number one was Texas. Because they have Adrian Peterson, LaDainian Tomlinson, Eric Dickerson, Thurman Thomas, Earl Campbell, Jamal Charles, Rodney Hampton, Lawrence McCutcheon, Cedric Benson, and Fred Jackson. Yep. So we got PA and then we got Texas. And then for wide receivers. Wide receivers, we had Florida. Florida. They have Isaac Bruce. Andre Johnson, Anquan Bolden, Michael Irvin, Antonio Brown, Ocho Cinco, Chad Johnson, Santana Moss, Tony Martin, Harold Carmichael, Wes Chandler, Lavernius Coles, T.Y. Hilton, Ernest Givens, and Anthony Carter. That's the first Moss that was on a winning team. Whoo, boy. That's a lot of names right there from Florida. So we got PA, Texas, and Florida. So no duplicates thus far. At the number one spot. Until we get to tight ends. Oh, I, I have no mm, idea. I don't think so. <laughs> he made these. I didn't. No, they don't. The walker, these already look good. <laughs> um, I just like the first one. These look good. Yeah, dosh. Uh All right. But now we're going to get in to tight ends. Yep. Okay. Tight ends. I have technically four categories, just or four rankings, I should say just like I did for running backs and wide receivers so far. Um, Number four is... Hold on, hold no. on, hold on. Just set, Let's set the precedence just for any new listeners out there. What's up? How's it going? The, yeah, thanks for listening. Uh, <laughs> the way that this is working for tight ends, the way that the stats are run, okay, is the top 100 players in NFL history based off of receiving yards. Now, with the tight ends, we know there's a lot more that goes into being a tight end, like pass blocking and run blocking and other things. Uh, it's really difficult to try to find stats on that kind of stuff. So I'm going off receiving yards because technically that's what they are. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but number four, 
This is a new one. We have San Diego. Wrong. Oh. Wrongo. What's SD? South Dakota. What? That's right. I didn't know that was a college or a. It's a state. South of North Dakota. You got to go back. Man, you've been off school too long. Apparently. Man, we've been quarantined. No school. Kids missing it, I think. <laughs> anyway, no, for the first time, South Dakota. And this is, see, when, remember when I did it with the wide receivers? Who was it on the wide receiver group? It was, uh, oh, Alabama, because there was only three players. Yeah. But it was such, it was just so crazy for such a small grouping of people is why I put on this list. And I wanted to give South Dakota a shout out because they have two absolutely amazing tight ends in NFL history in Dallas Clark and Jay Novacek. I would have said that wrong. So they are fourth on the list. They have played 301 games out of the two of them. Wow. They have 10,295 yards between the two of them. And if you and if your guys are no, we're just we're combining the stats from each players and just Correct. putting that as as the, a group as a group as the final answer. Yep. Uh, they've at, at the two of them averaged 11.1 yards a reception. That's a first down with every catch. Wow. <laughs> Wish 83, 83 touchdowns between the two of them. That's for two people. That's a lot. 65% catch rate. Yeah, that's, that's, not, that's not that big, but it's no, no, that's decent. That's pretty amazing. That's second on this entire list. Two of them are 65. <laughs> It's pretty crazy, but it's good. Number three. You want to read number three? Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania's back in it again. Wow. And we're only at number three. Last time we were at number one. Do you want to go through these? Mike Ditka, Bob Tucker, Frank Wycheck, Mickey Schiller, Jim, Jim Muttscheller. Muttscheller and Kyle Brady. Yes. I remember when Kyle Brady played for Penn State. I didn't even know Kyle, Kyle Brady existed. Yeah, Kyle Brady played for Penn That's State. Tom Brady was the only Brady in the Mike NFL. Mike Ditka with the Bears. With the Bears. The Bears. The Bears. We got them at number three. Today's. Total, 941 games. Number two looks good. They got six. Now, keep in mind, okay? Grouping of four, South Dakota, we had two people. We have six people that are in this third ranking here from Pennsylvania. 941 games. 28,662 yards. Wow. That's a lot. That is a lot. They also averaged 12 yards a reception, which is like a yard more than the last one, the last group. Uh, 200 touchdowns, which if you think about it, that's 200 touchdowns for six people when Dallas Clark and Jane Ovechek had 83 between the two of them. It's only 117 difference. Yeah. That's pretty amazing for those two guys. Um, once again, 65% catch rate, catch percentage. Number two. So tied with, with the South Dakota guys. South Dakota. I feel like South Dakota is probably going to be the only number two. Number two. You want to cover two as well? I'll cover number one. <laughs> you can cover number two. So there's going to be some names in the first one. I don't think you'll be able to pronounce. Number two is, our, is, oh. is our neighbor in okay. Pennsylvania. Ohio. We went there before. Oh, we've been there. A Hall of Fame, baby. Yeah. <laughs> Go Anyways, for it. Travis Kelsey, Keith Byers, Bobby Walton, Brent Selleck, Brent Selleck, Kyle Rudolph, and Rob Schnelker. Yeah, Schnelke. Schnelke played in the 50s and the 60s. So did Bobby Walston. 
that's a pretty good group right there. You got two all-stars on here that are still balling today with Kelsey yeah. and Rudolph, the red-nosed reindeer. Rongo. Anyway, it's a purple once, reindeer. <laughs> once again, another grouping of six in this list. So here's what we got. They played 100 less games than the, than the folks ranked number two in PA with 841 games. However, they, do. they caught for 30,308 yards. They also have 225 touchdowns. 225 tutters. And they have a 68% catch rate. It's pretty amazing. Again, all first downs. Yeah, man. I mean, whew, that's crazy. Those are some good players, man. Kelsey, still, I mean, he's young. He's only been in the league for six years. Average. Rudolph's only been in there for eight. They still got quite a ways to go. Yeah. They're in their prime right now, I feel. Mm-hmm. So Kelsey's a big guy. Yeah, him and Rudolph, man. Brent Selleck, he's, he was a stud. He played for a decade. Um, Keith Byers played for 12 years. Awesome. So it's good stuff. This is uh, Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania and Ohio, man, pulling out the tight ends like crazy here. Wow. Now we got number one. Drum roll, please. Uh, I get Okay, go. California. California. Again at number one. Yeah, California at number one. Now, Two times in a row? Uh, let, me, let me double check. Let me double check. No. Florida was number one. Oh. They were number one for running backs, then, weren't they? There were four for running backs. They won one. Didn't they? No. Yeah. But tight ends rank number one. Now, here's, here's, here's the difference. My fave. Because they have 11 players in the top 100 on receiving yards for tight end. And I'm going to save the best for last. They had Gern Nagler, Doug Cosby, Hobie Brenner, Martellus Bennett, Mercedes Lewis, Charlie Young, Brent Jones, Kellen Winslow, the kid, not the old man, Zach Ertz, Delaney Walker, and, and the GOAT, the greatest tight end in NFL history, battle me if you want. I don't care. I will fight till my death. Tony, Tony Gonzalez. Baby. At number one. Best of all time. Can I tell you something that surprises me? Their catch percentage is 64. Correct. That's surprising. Well, it's because people like Mercedes Lewis only had a 58%. Nice. <laughs> And Good. Kellen Winslow only has 61%. Touchdown, touchdown rate. Well, all together, they got 410 touchdowns. Yes, with Tony G having 111 of those. Well, They also caught for 62,261 yards. They well, also played in 1,750 games. Yep. 12 yards of reception. That's unbelievable. That means they, well, they caught 5,200 balls in the NFL between these guys. Wow. And Tony is way on top of this list. Tony, let's just read his stats. And that's not because I'm a Falcons guy, but I loved him when he played for the Chiefs. You are a Falcons guy. I even have an autographed card of when he was with the Chiefs because I was a fan of him since the beginning. He played in 270 NFL games. He played from 1997 to 2013. 
1,325 catches. Also, Tony fifth, Collins is listening to this. For 15,127 yards. If Tony G's listening to this, I would love to have him on as a guest. Yes. <laughs> and I wouldn't be able to get a word out. Nope. Uh, he, like, <laughs> he averaged 11 and a half yards of reception. Had 111 touchdowns. He averaged 56 yards a game. 66% catch rate. Unbelievable. Wow. Dude's the goat. Yeah. Without a doubt. Without, Without a doubt. Without a doubt. Best tight end ever. So that's what we got. We got tight ends. South Dakota making its way in to this best state miniseries. You got Pennsylvania at number three. Pennsylvania was also, as we said before, number one at quarterback, and that's it. We haven't seen them since until we come to tight end. Wow. Um, Ohio, this is the first time they're making the list. Yeah. So welcome, our friendly neighbors. And California making their number one appearance. Well, uh, they're at number one. Yeah, yeah. And that's but what they, I would say. They were also <laughs> they in were in the, like uh, running backs and quarterbacks. Running backs and quarterbacks. Quarterbacks too. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, they were second in quarterbacks. But they so. finally got the first one. Number one. They made it. Got number two, and then they had number You know four. why? Because they had Tony G. Yeah. And then you have him, they would probably be like number three. Um, Anyways. Awesome. No. So that's our tight end list. Next. South Dakota, PA, Ohio, California. Next time, we will be covering the offensive linemen to wrap up the offense, and then we're going to be going on to the defense. Yes. We have four more episodes or installments of this offseason miniseries, Best State. Yep. So hopefully we'll have some more news for you next time. It's always fun to lead off these uh, episodes with a little bit of news when something's happening. Yep, especially when people are getting arrested. Yeah, hopefully no more of that. Let's not do that anymore, guys. All right, let's just hang tight. Get on your Zoom calls with your line or your your parts of your parts of your team and start figuring your stuff out. Exactly. Don't be going to get in trouble. Come on now. But anyway, hope you guys enjoyed this installment of Best State with the tight ends. And the All Out Blitz podcast. Tony G leading the number one. As always, as you should. Yep. <laughs> Hope you guys enjoyed. Thank you for listening. And as always, be smart out there. Stay be safe. S- stay, stay healthy. Exactly. Listen to the kid. He knows. Yeah, he knows. I'm a kid and I know. <laughs> but uh, thanks for listening. And we will see you at the next installment talking about offensive line. Peace. Peace out.